Hello, everyone. Welcome to Nerdentity Crisis Episode 8. I am your host, Ryan Bai, and I am joined today by Mr. Adam Lovar. Adam, how are you? I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine, sir. I'm also joined today by my literal brother from another mother, Justin Pickavance. Justin, how are you? Again? I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing great, sir. We should just all ask how you're doing every time. Yeah, yeah. Just, I'll just keep, I'll keep saying how I'm doing every time. Yeah. And lastly, I'm joined by Leif, that deaf, dumb, blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. Dizer, Leif, how are you? <laughs> you know, I'm doing pretty good, but I, I'm a little insulted. I'm always Why? last in your lineup. Because <laughs> I figure after your nickname, we always have extra to talk about. <laughs> right? So like, that was a great song. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Tommy, amazing. That's one, of, great song. that's one of the best songs ever. Yeah. He, I mean, I'm definitely a pinball wizard. So Obviously, you obviously you are. Know, Look, I play have play played, a lot of pinball, do you? Yeah, I have played at least 10 times. Um, <laughs> I haven't counted above that, but yeah. <laughs> I, the last I've, time I played... We we played pinball when we went to go see Jeremy in Rochester. We went yeah. to the mall. Oh yeah, yeah. I played I, Lord I of the Rings that. pinball. And say, what's your favorite pinball machine? Then, if we're going to talk, the about only one pinball. I can actually remember ever playing is the Lord of the Rings one. I have no idea otherwise. There was a Harley Davidson one that I played one time. That was a lot of fun. I liked that one. <laughs> Good times. Can't believe we're talking about pinball How right about now. You, Adam, uh, I was going to say, so the the barbecue restaurant I worked at back in the back in the day we actually rotated out arcade and pinball machines in our restaurant so we'd Ooh. get like a new one every couple months uh we had a multiple pinball machines i think my favorite one though is the simpsons pinball machine you oh. get like this couch ball multi-ball that's like five balls going at once for all of the characters and it's just wild and pinball's super fun <laughs> <laughs> justin you like pinball i mean yeah but i don't have no pinball machines stand out as better than the others. Do you remember, Justin, when we were little? And it was like the first family computer we got, and it came with a pinball game. Dude, yeah. that's the pinball game that yeah. I was thinking yeah. about. That's the, that, I, I was going to ask there. about it, too. I was going to ask about it. Do you, do you remember the name of that? I don't. Yeah, it's it's like a space pinball. pinball or something like that. But I remember my mom got the high score and nobody could even fucking come close. Nice. <laughs> I used to love that game. Yeah. yeah. I remember a buddy when I was growing up, they had this old school, it was called Paragon Pinball. You'd have to Google it. It's like this weird, like medieval looking thing. But oh, really? that was super fun. They had it in their like uh, garage. I remember playing that just hours and hours as like the nice. elementary school kid. <laughs> So before we get into it, I was wondering if you would allow me to share a little story time with you real quick. Is that okay? I would I love to hear the story. Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> yes. Right. yes. Grab some popcorn, pull up a chair. Oh, shit. Wait, uh, yeah, let me go pop some. Yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> well, we'll be back in five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So last week, I don't remember what day it was. We had just gotten past 4th of July. Work has been insane or whatever. And there, it was kind of a slower day. So I was like, you know what? I'm taking a half day today. I deserve a half day. And a half day for me, granted, I go in at like 4 or 5 in the morning. So a half day for me is like 9, 9.30. So I leave work. And as I'm walking to my car, I'm like, you know what I have not had in for fucking ever? McDonald's breakfast. Even though this are breakfast all day now, I feel like it's shit at night when you get it. So I decided to go to McDonald's. So I go to McDonald's. 
And have you guys been to like drive through since COVID hit and everything's closed? Yeah. yeah all the time. So it's fucking, <laughs> they're busier than shit all the time. Right. And then obviously they have masks and gloves on and all that stuff, which is good. So I go to order and there's like 12 people online, but it's moving quick. Order my food, pull up to the window. And if you're paying with a card, they'll just hand you the card reader out the window and you do it yourself. But this, this time, the lady reached her hand out and she had a glove on, but it wasn't like a latex glove that like fits to your hand. It was like one of the loose plastic ones. Yeah. And I remember thinking, shit, how is she going to be able to grab this? So I hand her my card. She grabs it. And then it was like slow motion fumbling, like batting between hands. And she fucking drops it. Now, one of three things could have happened. One. She could have dropped it on the floor, and then she would have picked it up and made a joke about how she can't hold anything or whatever, and we would have laughed. It would have been a good story. Two, she could have dropped it on the ground outside, and that would have annoyed me because I would have had to pull my car up because obviously I'm close to the building or whatever, but that would have been fine too. Neither of those things happened. Would anybody like to guess where she dropped my card the ronald mcdonald donation thing the ronald mcdonald (laughs) that actually happened wow (laughs) so she drops it and it goes in there and i'm looking at it and then i look (laughs) up at her and she looks at me and she goes i don't know what to do this has never happened before I was like, well, you better go get a manager. So she like runs away. All right, here, get on the little intercom. She's like, please hold on one second. And then she runs up front and gets a manager. The manager comes back and she's like, yeah, I dropped it in here. And the manager goes, oh, well, we're going to have to call the company to come and unlock it. And I was like, wait. I was like, you don't have a key? And she's like, well, no, there's like this other company that comes and they come and they get the money. And I was like, well... I don't know if you know this, but it's like see-through plastic. Like I can read my name and my card number oh, yeah. on my card yeah. that's in there. And she's like, well, I don't know what to do. And I was like, all right, you got two options. I was like, <laughs> option one, you find a way to get my card out of there right now. Or option two, I'm going to rip that fucker off the wall. Option three, develop some yeah. sort of crane mechanic game where you put in a quarter and have to get your card out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so keep in mind, at this point, I bet there's fucking at least 20 to 25 people in line behind me <laughs> just waiting. So what we end up doing is I get out of my car and I grab the top of it and I pry it back as far as I can. They find their smallest employees with the tiniest hands who has to <laughs> reach her down into the thing. And we finally got my card out. Wow. Is the Ronald McDonald thing fucked? I don't fucking care. I got my card. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even look. <laughs> Did you get your meal for free? No, and then I still had to pay. What the fuck? Wow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is McDonald's. I don't yeah, know what you expect. I don't know. Our our friend used to work there. We got free shit all the time from him. That was that was <laughs> Austin, true. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Things are different. And he got in some trouble for doing that, so but how Speaking is there of, not like how is there not like a backup key? How is there not like a key so they somewhere? Don't, so they probably don't steal it or stuff. Yeah. This probably happened yeah. in the past. The manager, so like I I kind of get it. That makes the manager sense. manager can't have a key. It's probably like a separate 
like a subsidiary or whatever, Probably. like a con- company separate from them, but like a sister company kind of thing. Either but I don't way, know. That's a, still crazy. It was a hell of a day. Hell of a day. This is why I keep lockpick set in my car. <laughs> Ooh, I've always wanted to try doing that. Yeah. You get a set and like practice locks on drop.com. Yeah, super cheap actually. Oh, really? There you go. Nice. Yeah. How was the food though? Was it was I mean, it cold it was by the time you got it? I mean, it's cold yeah. by the time it leaves the McDonald's window and enters your car. <laughs> right. No, no, I warm it up with my crotch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> store it right in the nut holder there. I go. That makes sense. Like a mama bird nesting <laughs> right? eggs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's your food taste? Um, oh, it tastes a little sweaty. <laughs> Is that grease or sweat? I don't like where this went. I was right, about everyone. to take it further, great, but I still have right. <laughs> It was cow. a good story. This is Nerdinity Crisis, a video game podcast, believe it or not. <laughs> you can find us on pretty much any podcast platform of your choice. Also, follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. We have six followers, guys. Ooh. Moving up, I tell Four you more what. People before we whoever that out. sixth one is, I, I owe them like five bucks. So yes, well, yeah. I I paid them to join. I'm sorry. E- email us in. <laughs> email us or leave us a comment on Twitter. Let us know who you are, and Leif will Venmo you five dollars. Coming at you. Coming at you. It's like jokes on you. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a Russian bot probably. Uh. <laughs> So uh, speaking of fast food stuff, I got a question I wanted to ask everybody. I was curious, you know, how does everybody feel between Taco John's or Taco Bell? Taco John's all day. 100%. I'm with you. Yeah, okay. I'm surprised. I thought everybody would say Taco Bell. I always meet people that like Taco Bell way more than Taco John's. That's how you instantly know that a person's an idiot. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. I've lost a lot of friends this way. I'll tell you what. Oh, Ryan's awfully oh, like quiet. Taco Bell more than Taco John's? Get I, the fuck out I of know. here. I'm going to level with you. If I was anywhere but where I'm at, I would say Taco John's, but our Taco John's here is fucking awful. But on average, awful. you say Taco on, John's. On average, yes. Taco John's over Taco Bell, hands down. Okay. All right. Dude, Olay's, man. Potato Olay's? It's all about those Olay's. And Taco John's is like the Culver's to Taco Bell's yeah. McDonald's. There you go. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, and what I don't, I don't get, you go to Taco Bell... And you just order a shit ton of tacos. You don't yeah. get any like Olays or anything, you know. Right. You can order chips and cheese, I guess, but they have those. No, my wife gets the cinnamon cinnamon twirls. No, it's like packing know. peanuts, dude. It's not even good. <laughs> They're packing. I remember peanuts. getting those yeah. when I was in like elementary school, and that's They're not, good. <laughs> They're not good. They probably tasted better back then. Probably, yeah. yeah. They're probably actual Cheerios, you know. Yeah, they probably were decent. <laughs> Dude, crunchy chicken potato burrito. That's where it's mm. at. Taco Jones. Yeah, that, I used to love that no. shit. Shit, what do I get? The stuffed grilled taco. I don't know yeah, if you've had that you before. Get. Is that but... better? I've never had Ooh, that. Yeah, I used to get what you get, Ryan, and then I switched yeah. to this. It's the best item. On oh. Sometimes I'll get two and I'm feeling really froggy, and then the second one ends up in the fridge for later. Sometimes Haley will just get a big old thing of nachos. They do like a supreme nacho. Oh, yeah. It looks pretty good, actually. I've never had it, though. If I'm ever not in Spencer, I will stop by Taco John's and get a grilled burrito, Justin. We just need to get together so that you can buy us all Taco John's. Cause that's Wait, what? Fit. Right? Yeah. We need to all go together to go to Cane's. So well, we didn't, oh, you guys didn't go there yet? 
No, we. I had a late night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you lose your cape? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And in all fairness, there was a giant storm that came through us on Saturday, and we were kind of fortunate to have not driven up north. We've gotten that right in that storm. storm. Yeah. So right. It ended up being for the best. The Steez gods looked out for us. <laughs> there you go. We ended up playing Tarkov all day. There you go. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. All right, guys, let's jump into what are we playing right now? Let's start with you, Adam. I finally rolled credits on Last of Us 2 Sunday. Fuck yeah. It was very exciting. I Ryan and I already talked about it. We had to digest that game for a few days, but I think we're going to finally do our spoiler cast, which is great. Dude. Look out for that, guys and everyone. Yeah. It's and... been weeks since I rolled credits on that game, and I still don't know if I've digested it yet. Yeah, it's intense. But then uh, Tarkov, and that's about it. I haven't had much time for anything else. Justin, how about yourself? Uh, yeah, Tarkov, I think is... We played... Well, we all played a game of Hyperscape today. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, and then a little bit of Warzone this weekend. I think that's it. And I don't even think I played that much Rocket League, actually. It's mostly Tarkovsky and Warzone. Uh, Leif, how about you? Yeah, I played uh, EU4 a decent amount, quite a bit. I'm starting to get the hang of it a little bit. Uh, What else did I play? We played Stick Fight today, Ryan and I. Yes, we did. uh, And Hyperscape as well. But that was pretty much it. I didn't get a huge chance to play this last week and a half or so. Notice how you're last again. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> I thank you. I I feel like for some reason he hates me. I don't yeah. know. I've Maybe. hated you since the fourth grade. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I, I love. I actually love you, Leif. That was a joke. Um, don't believe you. So I played a little more Trails of Cold Steel. I was hoping to rip through that before Ghosts of Tsushima comes out on Friday, but I'm probably not going to finish it in time. Are you going to get that Friday? Oh, absolutely. I already pre-ordered it. It's downloaded. Oh, did you? Yep. I cannot fucking wait. Uh, The review embargo lifted today. So a bunch of reviews went up. It's sitting at 84 on Metacritic right now. Also, I've been playing some PC games because for those of you who don't know my brother Justin, or even those of you who do know my brother Justin, his uh, peer pressure game is strong. His peer pressure game is pretty incredible. I'm so I spent, right now. I spent way too much money on a computer, but I have a PC now. So, woohoo! Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the master race. Of right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I played some stick fight with Leif. That was fun. And then played a few rounds of Hyperscape, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the show. But yeah, I'm liking it so far. It's going to take a while to adjust to the keyboard mouse. That's where but, Dad's running into the, yeah. the biggest yeah. delay. It's just... But my hope is that I can milk this keyboard and mouse excuse for years so that it can hide the fact that I'm just terrible at every game. Right. You know, you can be shitty and I'll just be glad to have you on my team gaming. All right. (laughs) You know, after like a week, you're going to just all of a sudden become a god and be the best player you've ever been. (laughs) Not not a chance. (laughs) I hope that's true. You'd be surprised, man. Like the aiming difference between your thumb and your whole arm is yeah amazing like once you get that muscle memory it's insane well and right now too i'm still my pc still set up on my kitchen table 
and it's not very comfortable to when's play. The, when's the desk coming in next? Week? Uh, it's here. Oh, okay. I have the frame all built, but I'm going to need my wife's help to hold the actual desktop part while I screw it in. So mm, makes sense. she just got home a little bit ago. So, but yeah, like we bought our kitchen table and it's like one of those really tall kitchen tables you need a bar stool for. Ooh, yeah. So oh, like, yeah. Not ideal. Up by my chin. So <laughs> once I get the desk set up, that'll probably, that'll help a lot. Yeah. So, all right, uh, let's talk about first, we're going to dive into the Ubisoft Forward event that took place on Sunday. Did you guys watch the stream? Yes. Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) There's always got to be one. (laughs) So I'm just going to kind of go through a little bit, just kind of how it was basically from front to back, how it was set up. So they opened with Watch Dogs Legion basically a cgi story trailer actually it wasn't even cgi it was like some filmmaker it seemed yeah like it seemed uh like they did like they filmed it and then did like cgi over it yeah. or something yeah That's it was what it different seemed like. for sure it was like it kind of looked like uh uh spider-man the miles morales movie that just came out oh come out shit. You know, into, into the, the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse? Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Verse. Yeah. 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 yeah, that movie kinda... is awesome, by the way. Yeah, that's such a good is movie. It? Such a it's good movie. It's super good, Leif. You haven't seen that yeah. yet? No, he's not a me. superhero guy. Definitely, like superhero definitely check it out, dude. It is amazing. Like, just from the cinematography and everything, it's it's really well done. Yeah, the art style's crazy. But Real that's kind of what that trailer... Oh, Sorry. go ahead. Did we already ask, or did whatever... Have you watched The Boys? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Super good. I haven't watched that. Ryan told me to watch it one time, but yeah. I usually don't listen to him. Yeah, so <laughs> if the fact that you don't like superheroes doesn't matter at all for this movie because it is not your typical superhero show. Is it no, a movie or is it it's a it's series? A show. Yeah, it's okay. A series. Yeah, okay. Season two is coming out soon, but it's fucking like raw. That's on yeah, Prime, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's hilarious, man, too. It's Did so you ever watch Banshee? Funny. No. No. So anyways, they showed the story trailer, which I thought looked really cool. I like the whole premise of the game, kind of. Basically, you're in charge of recruiting this hacker network, basically, to take down these corporations. And I thought the story idea behind it was cool. What did you guys think? I thought the idea of having... Well, and again, they they kept like reiterating on it multiple times. You can get anyone in London, yeah. any of these NPCs that you see walking along the streets to potentially join the resistance. Right. And I thought that was really cool. You had like old lady, you know, which is great. And they showed her multiple times, like drones experts, all the way to the dude that was clearly a john's wick yeah oh yeah like yeah. oh my god dude, yes, when that was. when that part came up like i literally got goosebumps i was like fuck yes i can that's, play as john wicks in this game like hell yeah that's hilarious because that's literally in my notes that i took as john oh, wick I it, wrote yeah. like when i watched it it was just i was blown away like how they kept showing multiple ways to play this one scenario like yeah. a construction worker like a drone expert a right. old lady then john wicks and you're just like what is it like a mixture between all their games like splinter cell division so it's kind of like it looks like so you get a mission and there's multiple ways to tackle that mission like you can Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but i had a very hitman feel because the multiple ways you could get through like a mission for sure and they had but like the construction worker he was just kind of a brawler like he beats people to death with a wrench and then, yeah, there was the assassin. 
the John Wick guy. I did see one of them. There was the drunkard. The drunk guy. Yeah. yeah. The drunk guy who was the brawler. He was hilarious. And then they had a like drone operator where you can call this giant drone drown, hop on top of it, and it can fly you into the building. So I thought all that was really cool. My only hang up is I'm a little concerned. Like the recruit everybody is a cool idea, but how are you going to connect to the people you recruit? Like they said, everybody has their own origin story. Was it just going to be this generic kind of one size fits all origin story when you pull them in? Or are you actually going to care about these? My guess is yes, Ryan. I mean, they showed a couple of those videos of like them switching back and forth between a couple of people, like in between a video and they're very similar. You know, you didn't see much difference between the way they were talking to the people. I, I would guess the story is probably not there, but, you know, we'll it's see. A very brutal looking game. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you watching the John Wick part? No. I oh, watched because, it. I don't know what uh, I watched. Yeah. I think, I think they will have some unique ones. Maybe the really standout NPCs yeah. in the game will have specific backstories that would be cool, but... You know, just grabbing a random person off the streets. Yeah, I don't know that you're going to get an original backstory for every single one of them. Yeah. I mean, you can't. There's no way. There's no possible way. I thought it looked really good, though. I was I was surprised. I didn't have high hopes for it, and I haven't played I, any I of the other I was surprised ones. as well. I played the first one, was not a big fan. Never yeah. played the second one. But I was like, okay. I'm pretty maybe, sure I'll pick it up maybe. as long as it gets good reviews. So. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as Leif. I was not sold on this game at all, but after watching this, I'm I'm we'll say cautiously optimistic. All right, then they jumped into three Android iOS games: Brawlhalla, Might and Magic, End of Chaos, and Elite Squad. Does anyone give a shit about these? The Brawlhalla, I've always been curious to play on Steam, so maybe actually that one. Yeah, that one was full crossplay. So. Yeah. It didn't look bad, actually. But yeah. no, honestly, like I said before, I I don't know why they even bother putting... I, like, I know why they put these phone games in there, but yeah. I don't like to see them in there, so in their lineup. I got super jazzed when they started showing Might and Magic, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, we finally get another yeah. Might and Magic game, and they're like mobile, and I was like, god damn it. <laughs> 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 Not going to play that. How dare you? <laughs> right. How dare you? I How loved those games back you? in the day, man. Like some of my original PC games, Might Magic, uh, Clouds of Zine, and some super old ones, but they were amazing games. It's like when uh, Bethesda announced Elder Scrolls Blades. Mm. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, another Elder Scrolls game. They're like exclusively Oof. on iOS and Android. It's like, motherfucker. Hey, it, it, came, out sense, to, it came out to the Switch recently, so Did you it? played on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Right. So then they showed Hyperscape with a full story trailer, which I thought was weird. It's a battle royale game, and they it seems like they kind of have a full-blown story to go with this game. Yeah, I was confused by that. I yeah, didn't I'm understand not... it either, especially after we played the game. It seemed kind of tacked on. Not really sure why. but So we played, what, I think Leif and I played three rounds of Hyperscape. Three and or four, Adam yeah. Justin and I played two yeah. So what are your kind of of the beta? Sorry, it is a beta. So what are kind of your thoughts so far? Well, I've played three games so far and I've got a kill on every game. Same. So, oh wait, no, we do we play 3? We played 2. No, we did 2. 
I thought the players seemed kind of bullet spongy. It seemed yes. a long yep. time to take people down. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I guess since I've been playing so many other, like, more slightly realistic things and the time to kill is so much less, it's, that seemed annoying. But Yeah, this is this is pretty on par, I feel, for other BRs that I've played. I think the trick is really trying to get the headshots. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's fun. I think it doesn't really fit my play style so far. I don't really like sponginess to it. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't really necessarily like the style to it either. The actual artistic style to the game. Mm. So Interesting. So. I mean, it might be fun to jump in in the beta. I'm not sure this is what I'm going to purchase, though. Probably not. Well, is it going to be free to play like most Battle Royale games? Sure. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, I'm not I sure. Guess- I don't think I mean, if announced. they put a price tag on it, that's dumb of them. Because yeah. I don't know. I've just, I guess, never personally gotten into the battle royale genre. It's, yeah. Seems like what's the point? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the game. It seems fun. I just don't see myself, especially if it's going to cost money. I'm not going to probably buy it. So. So then they showed more gameplay for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I just cannot find a way to get excited about this game. How about you guys? Really? I'm going to say the opposite, yeah. I'm going to say the opposite as well. I haven't been excited for an Assassin's Assassin's Creed game in a while, but I thought this one looked interesting, actually. I'd get into it. The fighting style looked different. I don't know about any of the other Assassin's Creeds other than the first two, but... You actually control basically your tribe, you know, like your your group of guys and and can raid on beaches and stuff. That looked really neat to me and I like the style to it, so Yeah, I, I like I liked how they even decided they like looked at their combat system and they're like, We haven't changed this since like Assassin's Creed one. Yes. And like let's let's finally do an overhaul. And that was really exciting to me. And they were like, you can dual wield any weapon in the game. And when they said yep. that, I, I turned to Kat and I'm like, I'm going to dual wield shields. And then like the next <laughs> yeah. scene is a guy rushing through all these dudes with dual shields. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Like, awesome. Like, give it, give us that flexibility to just be goofy and like do what you want. And I think that's more fun than just, you know, always having your retractable blade as, you know, the yeah. Assassin's Creed thing. I don't know. It yep. seemed cool. Agreed. Yeah. And you the base building might be kind of neat too. So, any like Witcher vibes from that game at all? Yeah, I thought that, so. That's kind of what I was going to talk about a little bit. Like, I almost feel like they should stop calling it Assassin's Creed. Because for me, who's played every game, Especially old school Assassin's Creed, you have kind of an expectation of what this game is going to be. Mm-hmm. And this is not, it just, it's not an Assassin's Creed game. Like it's a, it's very much more Witcher, like Justin talked or, about. Or even like wise. a weird hybrid of like the Shadows of Mordor and like yeah. those kind of games. Cause like the guys had like, they even showed like multiple big bad guys that are super different and like yeah. the way they react and, you know, they have different weaknesses and stuff. And I don't know, I just, kind of remind me of that because a bunch of my buddies have been playing that recently again so it was like it kind of felt like that yeah i don't know man like i just feel i my favorite part of assassin's creed game was always assassinating people <laughs> and that seems to have gone by the wayside like it's just it's a third person action game now yeah i liked so, how you could be walking and then like 
go into the crowd of. Oh yeah, blend in. You can in this one too, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I feel like it's a lot harder to get away in a crowd when the village has fifteen people and they all know each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would think right. so. <laughs> like everyone wrong. would be like, "Why are you <laughs> walking in between all four of us?" And the other guys <laughs> run by you? and they're like, "Oh, you're trying to hide? No problem. Just kick it here." Oh, hey, honey, be home at five for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I definitely, you know, kind of like, I don't know, I went into it with no or low expectations for it and was pleasantly surprised, kind of like the women in my life. I was just going to say, I liked the idea that you could actually pick between male and female for your character at the beginning. I was like, good for them finally being able to choose that. Yeah, they had that in Odyssey too. Oh, oh did they? they? Okay, see, so yeah, I, yeah. I haven't played that. I think they should. If they're going to make games like this, don't call it Assassin's Creed, and then go back to making Assassin's Creed games. So that's just my opinion, though. I'm probably going to skip it this helps one. Sell just, games, Ryan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they just call so it the name, people Hall, recognize. You know, people will be like, "Okay, what?" <laughs> that's like okay. So the next Batman Arkham game is going to be all about Green Lantern. You cool with that? I don't know that that's the same thing. <laughs> I know. It's different. <laughs> that's like saying the new Batman Arkham game coming out is going to be like Yoshi's Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would play that game, Justin. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so next, Ubisoft CEO came out, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name because he's French, but he announced <laughs> that he announced that this was just a small bit of what they can show you and to look forward to the next Ubisoft forward event, which means that they're going to have another one of these. And I just, uh, that's where I got mad. I got physically <laughs> angry. Are you getting sick of these? Am I, am I yes. the only one getting sick of all these like digital things? Granted, you know, they, it has the, time of the virus. Stop, this is what it is, but yeah. I don't understand total- why you guys get sick of it because you just don't have to watch it. Yeah, I mean, you don't. You just you write I, I it think, off. I think Nintendo Direct like really shifted the gears where they're putting out these like every couple months. Even before the virus stuff, they were putting out these Nintendo Direct things like all the time. Ryan, if they didn't do these, what, what would we do a podcast on? I was going to say, and Justin, <laughs> I do have to watch these because I run a podcast now. So <laughs> you, need, you need to watch the Devolver one, Justin. We'll talk yeah. about that in a bit. <laughs> Why... Didn't they just take, postpone this one, take what they were going to do in the next one and roll it all into one? Because after we talk about this next bit here, we'll kind of talk about the thing as a whole, how we felt about it. So I'll save it for that. We'll get there. So next, they showed what was going to be their surprise reveal of Far Cry 6, even though it had gotten leaked two days prior. What did you guys think of Far Cry 6 trailer? It was amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was a good trailer. Yeah, after that, and I've heard great things of the last several i was thinking uh, i saw ubisoft has or Uplay has the for like three four and five for like three four and five bucks yeah oh, really yeah so i was thinking about just I I and... three but three was amazing so i have a theory and this was kind of confirmed somebody on twitter posted about it too later the little boy in the trailer mm-hmm. i think that that little kid is voss who is the main antagonist from Far Cry 3. Like the psychotic hmm. dude with the goatee. I think that's 
uh, Toby's favorite Far Cry enemy to yeah. date. Oh, dude, he's one of the, he's one of the best villains in any video. He game. was super. Uh, that's what I loved about Far Cry Three. Yeah. So, and I kind of thought of it because huh. he has the little kid. If you look at the box art for the game, he's got like this weird kind of cut across his eyebrow. And Voss has the exact same thing. Yeah, they the look like they were thing. trying to call back to something or someone with that. And I wasn't sure who that was. That's fascinating. I didn't catch on that. I hadn't played four all. or five yet, so I wasn't sure yeah. if it was one of those villains or what. But okay. So I have a feeling three, yeah. this is going to be a prequel. That's my guess. Interesting. And it's going to kind of be the origin story of Voss, which would be really interesting to watch. So yeah. I hope that's what they do with it. This whole trailer, though, just from the very start there, I was just like, wow. Dude, this that is great. whole intro with the reds and the swirls and like different imagery. Wow. That was yeah. so impressive. Like, it was beautiful. It was. It was, um, it was gorgeous to watch. It was amazing. I think I might scoop uh, three. Now that you guys are saying that, dude, it's Three really good. Amazing, yeah, really good. Do you think he's going to start selling fried chicken at some point, and that's how? Yeah, he gets I all mean, the they bread. had that that Gus guy on there. That was pretty good. That yeah, pretty good. is this in the Breaking Bad universe? Far Cry? Yeah, is that what we just confirmed. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it looked confirmed. like maybe Gus was having a little issue, you know, controlling his population, so he may have left there and then became a yeah. uh, meth meth dealer from there. Yeah, I think that makes sense. If especially if it's a prequel, like we're saying. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as a whole, what did you guys think of the event? Do you think it was worth them doing it? Because to me, especially with all the phone shit in the middle of it, it kind of felt like, why did you have to do this? You could have just released a couple of trailers on YouTube yeah. and everybody would have been fine. I think the think? phone thing was jarring, but I, I appreciated them doing like this very cinematic movie thing for Legion, very cinematic movie thing for Far Cry. Like they clearly put some time and thought and like artistic effort into it. So I appreciated that as a whole like you're saying, they probably could have put those out, but they probably wouldn't have got the numbers and and yeah. talk about it. So I think they did a good job. I mean, all in all. Yeah, I agree with you. It 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 was good. It did, you know, like you said, the phone thing was it was like, okay, you just added this in for filler slash you have a few people wa- watching right now, so you might as well. And But ultimately, you only had four games, really, other than the phone games, and, you know, you could have just put them out on YouTube or whatever. So, but did you, it was uh, good though. Have you guys ever watched any of their other, like before the go last, I think two ghost recons on Amazon prime, they released like 30 minute videos leading up to the game. Have you watched any of those? Yeah. By I the did. way, did I... we miss a game? Ryan, didn't they talk about some splint, uh, some crossover game? That's elite squad. Elite that's the phone game oh yeah yep, it was, yeah, uh, that was a phone game i didn't yeah, realize yeah. that oh <laughs> yeah. that's dirty because that looked cool when like splinter cell came out and like oh, yeah i didn't yep. realize that was, a, that was a mobile game that's sad yeah that's why i was like well okay well fuck that that's too bad i thought that was gonna be like their trump to like valorant and like csgo oh, yeah. and some of those because it looked like it could have been that obviously not no, unless you want to play it from your phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, anything else before we jump into the news? Um, yeah, I had a question 
what do you guys do when people are singing happy birthday to you? Like, do you just stare at them while they sing happy birthday to you? Or do you just sit there awkwardly staring at the cake and not looking up ever? What What do you guys do? I guess I've never really thought about it. I smile it and is. look around awkwardly. Yeah, it's incredibly awkward. It's yeah, I can't remember last time one I was of the most birthday with a cake in front of me. So <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. What do you do without a cake now? You know, you're just staring at your hands. I mean, do you unzip your pants? What, what happens? What happens? It's definitely one of the most awkward situations you could be in. I mean, I it's been a while since I had anybody sing happy birthday to me. Yeah. but just was curious what everybody else does in that situation. So thanks, thanks for that question. Yeah. Anybody uh, listening, you can go ahead and you know send yeah. us a message. Let us know what you do when people are singing happy birthday to you. <laughs> Please do. I'm curious. It'll be fascinating to read. All right, guys. Jump into the news. Number one. Capcom has revealed that a whopping 80% of their games have sold digitally this year. While COVID has surely played a role, it seems that digital sales are rising faster than expected, more than likely spelling the end for stores like GameStop. So I've known digital was going to be the future for a long time, obviously, but I did not expect 80%. What did you guys think? Uh, I kind of thought about this and I was like, what games have Capcom put out recently? And if you kind of think about it, you're talking like Street Fighter, Monster Hunter. Resident Evil remakes. Yeah, and, and like, that's it not, I don't know, those feel to me like kind of like digital games, or they've they've done a lot of uh, some newer Mega Man remasters and a couple of things yeah. like that, and it's just like those all seem like digital games, so when I heard Capcom coming out with that figure, I was like, that doesn't surprise me from them. But, you know, you're not f- hearing that from other big companies. It's Capcom. Right. So, that I, it didn't surprise me, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because of my pure laziness or what, but uh, I'm actually surprised people still go out and buy physical right. copies. But that's, you know, that's me. I, I don't want to go anywhere to go get it. So. so, speaking of digital games, one of my favorite podcasts, Sacred Symbols, I was just listening to their most recent episode, and uh, Colin Moriarty, the host, he brought up a really good point that I've never thought about before, because we've talked about how future games are going up 10 bucks for next gen. But then there was a chance that maybe if you do it digitally, it'll be $10 cheaper, like back to the normal price because you're cutting out the middleman, really. Hmm. And he brought up a really good point. Like when you order a pizza to be delivered, they charge you a delivery fee for convenience. So I, I'm assuming that's why, I mean, it'll probably be the same price, both digitally and physically. Yeah, it's not like they're, they have, you know, Justin and Adam probably know more behind the scenes stuff, but there's behind the scenes stuff for downloading games that they still have costs into it, I'm sure. So, yeah, oh, for sure. Justin, you're eerily quiet. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I don't know. Faith's right. You're going to have to handle all the storage and you're sending out, uploading a ton of data. Definitely. Yeah, I can't. I I, don't, I agree with life to you. It's probably just because I'm lazy, but the fact that people go to a store to buy games still is pretty mind blowing to me. Number two, while there has been some backlash over the $10 price hike for next gen games from the gaming community, one surprise voice has been Microsoft. Since the reveal of Series X, Microsoft has been hyping up their smart delivery system, which allows gamers to purchase a game on current gen consoles and automatically upgrade to Series X upon release. 
It appears that Microsoft is urging second and third party developers to forego the price hike for now as to avoid having to either force gamers to pay $10 to upgrade or to eat the cost themselves. So this just feels like bad planning to me. Like Microsoft had to have known that the games were going to go up. They had to have known and they still put a ton of their eggs in this smart delivery basket. What do you guys think? Uh, it'd be interesting to see who decides to eat the cost or if it ends up being us, you know, like when I was yeah. reading about this, I, I don't, it would be fun to see Microsoft decide to say we're going to eat the cost and bring yeah. it down. But I just, I don't see that happening. Well, the cool news is like their first party games obviously are going to be same price. Yeah. On current yeah. And it's, future, it's, it's cool. Exactly. It's those third party games. So yeah. I don't know, which is a lot of those people probably need that little bit of money to survive. So I don't know, unless it's a really good indie game. I I don't know. And really this whole smart delivery thing, since the very get go, like the first, I remember the first time they unveiled it and we're just hyping up smart delivery. I'm like, are you guys just talking about backwards compatibility? (laughs) Like you just Mm -hmm. have this (laughs) fancy ass name on backwards compatibility and you're hyping the shit out of it. It's going to be good on the next one. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. I agree. We'll see what happens though. I I can't imagine a lot of third party developers, especially the big ones are going to fold to this. There's, there's no way. Number three. Studio Devolver Digital held their annual showcase, and it was just as crazy as all the previous ones. Without going into every game shown, one game that stood out to me was Carrion, a 2D, 2D Metroidvania where you play as the evil alien in tear through human NPCs. That game so looked know, dope. It I really know, does. Adam, that 16 bit graphic. Them, right. Adam watched the whole event. Did you guys <laughs> check out any trailers or the event? Lay for Justin? Just Carrion. No. <laughs> Carrion looked awesome. Yeah, it Karen looks, it looks really super good. good. But they also showcased that what about a year or so ago with something else because I've seen Carrion before oh, have this you really? unveiling. They showed this at one point in the past. Huh. And the craziest part about the whole trailer was that they got fucking Phil Spencer to be in it <laughs> talking <laughs> they, to this like prosthetic alien monster and he, he's the head of Xbox Studios. <laughs> he was in this fucking talking to this like yeah. sci-fi USA up all night like terrible monster that just was ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, this looks sweet, though. Yeah, it looks really good. You like take over humans and and control yep. them and stuff. Oh, I, I love. Cool. I appreciate those like old school sixteen bit graphics. Kind of reminds yes. me of like yeah, some of those old games. It just mm, looked really great. So, Adam, what did you think of the showcase? It was trippy as hell. Fever dream ass trip. I don't know what you want to call it, but it yeah. was wild. And I think it was a very, if you step back and look at it, it was a very tongue-in-cheek sort of commentary on what everyone's been going through recently with all the like coronavirus stuff and like everyone's been having to do things digitally. Also, a very big like punch towards like Nintendo Direct, like they were right. very copying that formula, and I. It, everyone should kind of go out and watch it because it was amazing. And especially at the end where it's like talking about us being consumers and like, it was very interesting coming from a video game company telling you to kind of wake up and realize what's going on. Yeah, it was cool. Were there any other games that stood out to you other than carrying? I had never really played the shadow warrior games. I've heard of them. 
uh it looked insane you know yeah. just the like it almost seemed kind of like the serious sam thing that they talked about at the end it's almost like them making fun of like doom and just like these overly gory games and just like making fun of it but they're Definitely. still super entertaining but um uh fall guys actually yeah. looks really fun that looks yeah. awesome fall guys <laughs> looks awesome <laughs> it's out isn't it out now it no, reminded me of oh, uh, pre-order this guy made this like weird mod to Super Mario's one where you could have like a hundred Mario's going through the really? first level. It got super shut down right away because of Nintendo, obviously. Sure. But for like a few months, there was this awesome game where there was like a hundred Mario's trying to get through the very first level of Mario. <laughs> and that's what it felt like to me. It's like all these characters trying to get through these obstacle courses. And like, yeah, it looks awesome. It, yeah, it, looks it does awesome, look fun. Actually. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of reminded me of. Did you guys ever play Human Fall Flat? No, I, I yeah, yeah. It, but I've never played it, but it looks it reminded me of that too. Yeah, yeah. it's like a battle royale version of Human Fall Flat, yeah. but also <laughs> like the ultimate knockout, whatever the show was. Oh, Wipeout! Yeah, Wipeout! Was there one before that too? Yeah, well, there was a Japanese one. What was it called? Yeah, MX. Yeah, most extreme. Yeah, most extreme elimination. Yeah, it was something like that for sure. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that with a whole bunch of... And they're cute. Yeah, yeah, they are. I just want to hug these guys. All those outfits. (laughs) No wonder they ate each other. (laughs) And with the outfits, it kind of reminds me of Bomberman. Yes. All the customization from that. Hell yeah. Yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. Okay, so are we all getting Fall Guys then? Yes, we are. Hell yeah, uh, we are. So. Yeah. It looks fun. It's, it's not out yet then? I'll pay full price for that. No, I don't it's think up it's for out pre-order. Till. Pre-order? Okay. Moving on, number four. Amazon Studios has delayed their upcoming MMO, New World, to spring 2021 for beta access. The craziest part of this story is that the game was set to release on August 25th, following several delays already. This is following Amazon's failed launch game of Crucible, which launched as a full game and then was pulled back into beta a couple weeks earlier. So, so real, I don't know. Real quick, before we go into this depressingness, I just want to let you know that uh, Fall Guys is only going to be 20 bucks in August 4th. Sweet. Ooh. We'll play. Siren. So, they're fine. So, I put this. I don't know what in the fuck is going on at Amazon Studios, but I. Makes me sad. We played the beta. Things, yeah. Yeah. Did you? New World was so good. The beta. Like, well, I, yeah. I want it so bad. I personally want it so bad. It reminded <laughs> me of. Just, in my mouth. It reminded, <laughs> me of an, it reminded me of an upgrade to like Rust, you know, like, with like a mored uh, out twist to it. And like, I don't know. It seemed like a really cool survival permadeath, like fucking crazy game. And you didn't like that, Justin? A survival? It's, it's not permadeath. It is survival, but. The thing that you lose, sucks—you lose your is, equipment when you're out. I should sure, say, like, yeah. You, I think you lose bags, but not hot bar. Oh, okay. I think whatever you had like equipped on your person is, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. if someone else attacks you and kills you, then that's done. Whatever. But then, at, like each town, you have storage, but your storage isn't shared, so you have to run, and then you're dealing with food and stuff just to go back and forth to get your shit. Uh, but I will say the combat was fun and like the skill tree looked cool. Very in-depth skill tree. The, for sure. If I could play that game, at, like how we played Ark and Conan, where we can get a private server, I would totally do it. 
I know that takes away from the MMO piece, but I just won't play it because, nah, meh. <laughs> so have you guys ever heard of a game that was, what, a month and a half from release getting delayed six months? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Like a game that was that close to coming out being delayed. To I mean, their, In their defense, I think one of the biggest things that they've run into with that is a lot of people complained about the PvP and those who complain typically have the loudest voice. And so they like were trying to fix that and then the other people were like, You we pre-order this game for this kind of PvP. What the fuck do you mean you're gonna bitch it down? And so yeah. then now they're like, I don't know what to do. So that's probably what they're doing. They're probably actually not working at all and they're all just staring at each other across the <laughs> executive right. table. I mean, yeah, people are expecting a very hardcore PvP experience. Like, I mean, there was some Sea of Thieves players that I know that do some hardcore PvP, and they were super excited about this. And then when they were coming out with some other changes, they're like, this is not what we were expecting, you know? So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with it, but I was sad it was getting delayed. Did it's you guys play be a Crucible? failure either way. No. Crucible, that's another one where I've never heard of a game launching... And, and then, then going getting back pulled to back to beta. Never like, heard of that, yeah, ever. That's Never weird. heard of that. So, I don't know what's going on, but hopefully they get their shit together. Number five. Death Stranding launched on PC today, or yesterday, by the time this is live. Hideo Kojima's first game since leaving Konami sold millions of copies for the PS4 and is set to do the same on PC. Did you guys play Death Stranding? Yes. No. Four, own it. Amazing game. But I love Hido. <laughs> it was... uh. Not a good game. Uh, <laughs> it's not it. a good game. Cat and I could sit and like go through the stories and just have like the like peaceful walks and intense parts and like I don't know. It was a walking sim. You had to realize that going in. It's a walking simulator. You're a fucking UPS guy, but it's <laughs> yeah. at the same time, Hido can like do such good things with stories and like existential things going on. I don't know. I'm a fanboy of Hido, so I'm going to back it up anyway. I look at it. So <laughs> You like crazy-ass convoluted shit, don't you? I like, do. I love David <laughs> Lynch. I love anything like super fucked up. Like Absolutely. I love it. Because <laughs> I didn't know what this game was about. And granted, I did not finish it because I couldn't. After we delivering did, actually, my... We did, credits through it. Did you? Mm-hmm. After delivering like my 20th package of just walking all over again, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Can't fuck, I can't. <laughs> but, but I also played 76 for uh, hundreds yeah. and hundreds of hours. And I don't know, I can appreciate the story without the people. And like, it's just you, the lone person. And I don't know, there's something really intriguing about that to me personally. So, right. yeah. And, and then 76 would, would have been great if you were alone. Yeah. In my opinion. Or, but or, the, or the, private the, server. You know, the storyline was for you to be alone basically but there's a hundred other people running around you all the time stealing your kills and stuff i don't know a hundred they're no but limited the servers and i I know know. i I feel like the maps were big enough that you didn't come across them too much dude i got annoyed every time i ran into somebody like just go the fuck away yes i usually looked at my map looked to see where the people were and i went the opposite way so Even though they would have to shoot you like a hundred times to kill you. I wasn't you worried about them killing me. Usually it was. Anyway, 
I usually it was the quest and stuff. at this point. <laughs> usually, yeah. usually it was the quest, and I and I wanted to be by myself. I wanted it to be a wasteland where there wasn't anybody there. So, yep. which is what we were used to with three and four. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I I, yeah. I agree hundred percent. So, all right, number six, developer Supermassive Games has signed an exclusive contract to develop games for Google Stadia. Supermassive is best known for the PS4 exclusive Until Dawn as well as the new Dark Anthology Pictures games. Stadia also signed a deal with Harmonix, known for Guitar Hero, and Uppercut Games. So, I played Until Dawn, and so I loved good. it. Yeah, speaking so of, good. another single-player game I've finished. Well, oh, there you, you and I played it a bunch, right, Justin? Yeah, I think we finished we it. together, and we played through multiple endings of that game. Yeah, I think we so saw them all. I don't like Superman. I don't like this deal, first of all. Because I feel like, A, they had a really good relationship with Sony. And B, I'm sure Google paid them a lot of money to exclusively develop for them. But Google Stadia is not going to be around Who's forever. Who's going to do Stadia? Exactly. And yeah. Stadia is yeah. the one that you just watch on your or play on your browser? Well, yeah. I believe they, you stream it, it yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. It, all games are streaming. I played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey a little bit on it, actually, at work on my Surface and it was surprisingly decent, so I thought, yeah. you know, it was cool. But I have fucking four monitors. Why would I play? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the point of Stadia unless you're those. Unfortunately, those people that can't, you know, afford to buy those next gen consoles yeah. and yeah. stuff. That's it is true. a good medium for those, but I still feel like it's a very niche market at that point. But don't you also feel as games, like especially the next gen games, get crazier and crazier is stadia going to be able to keep up i mean are they what is your internet connection going to have to be like to run cyberpunk 2077 on a stadia streaming fiber yeah Yeah. Yeah. i don't know i just we'll see and stadia stadia really i mean they've been in the game for what a year now probably and they have yet to really make an impact there's no traction on it i feel like at all you don't hear about it at all no never it would be cool if you were like traveling a lot and you just had a smaller laptop you could bring around but i mean again you, you're just talking about those kind of niche markets though exactly. you're, you're not talking to the masses like sony and microsoft are hitting yeah is it going to be enough for them to actually profit off of pretty much they need to find their life-altering game microsoft would not be a thing right now were it not for halo yeah I mean, Halo defined first-person shooters, and I think that's what Stadia needs. Otherwise, they don't stand a chance. There's uh, just no way they defined it. Yeah, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that, that but they definitely turned it to the like next gen, like newer generation of the normies. Shooters. Yeah, Halo brought Halo? in the normies. You don't think so? No, I think there's things before that, but we can talk about that in our fun facts. Perfect okay, fair enough. Before that, yeah, in Goldeneye. No, we'll talk about those things later. <laughs> I feel like you have something in your fun facts. I do, that actually. That's related to this perfectly, so it's great. Right, we'll talk later. <laughs> All right, that is it for the news. Let's jump into some listener questions. The first one comes from JW, and JW says, You guys crack me up. Love listening. Thank you very much, JW. Thanks, JW. Question, but it was an awesome comment. <laughs> JW. JW. I think if you read between the lines here, JW is saying that everyone but Justin is funny. That's kind of what I took from that. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I don't agree all with right. that at all. All right. Well, thank I you. I do have a question. 
as long as JW does not stand for Jehovah's Witness. That's that's my thing. Like JW, I'm glad you enjoy the show, but don't come knocking on my door. Okay. <laughs> uh, keep listening. Keep liking the show. All right. Next question. Corn on the cob writes in. Hi, corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Yeah, I, love I love you. Corn on the cob has not said where they're from, but based off this question, I think we can eliminate Minnesota. Corn on the cob wants to know what in the actual fuck is a hot dish. <laughs> so, if you remember from the last episode, we were talking about mac and cheese, and Leif had mentioned that sometimes he likes to turn his mac and cheese into a hot dish. So, Leif, would you like to explain oh. what a hot dish is? Oh, I didn't oh, realize yeah. I even said that. You, you did. know, usually you did. I say you casserole, did. you know, because it's a casserole, you know, but um, sometimes, sometimes just on the, you know, I don't know, you're around a bunch of people that say hot dish all the time. So sometimes Dude, it just comes out hot dish. a Minnesota thing, man. Oh, yeah. And 100% do, yeah. I, I, you know, it's a casserole. I don't know uh, what else to call it. You you make a noodle dish and you throw a bunch of shit in it. And then all of a sudden you've got a hot dish or a casserole. I mean, yeah. it, Whatever you want to call it, but yeah, I I agree. Should it be called a hot dish? No, we should follow no, by what should. everybody calls it a casserole. But I'm around it all the time, so I think it's a Midwestern it thing, Leif. Yeah, I think hot dish and casserole are like synonymous with one another. When yeah. I first moved to Iowa, I would say hot dish, and people would just stare at me. So I don't even think it's an Iowa thing; it's a Minnesota thing. Justin, what do you say? You're of both worlds. Yeah, I mean. I've been here for 10 years. I feel like I only say casserole now, but like tater tot hot dish. I don't yep. say tater tot yeah. casserole. Yeah. It just rolls off the tongue better. That's what I, I was know. thinking though. Specifically, Justin was like the tater tots on top with like the meat and cream of mushroom and some other stuff on the inside. Do you throw it's cheese like, in yours? Yes. Some people throw Always. cheese oh, yeah. in yeah. On, yeah. Okay. Either on top of the tots or in it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it I like, like to put cheese up. on pretty much anything that I can. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> She's on your cheeks. So, but I've also, you know, supper and dinner, you know, I don't know. I, if I'm around an old person, I call it supper. If I'm around, you know, everybody else, it's dinner. So I don't know about you. That's a whole nother topic there, Leif. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Here's a whole nother topic. Adam, did you grow up in Iowa? I did. Okay. So here we go. When I moved to Iowa, there's this phenomenon in Iowa that I still cannot wrap my head around. And it is chili and cinnamon rolls can you explain i've never heard of that really yeah i think that's more of like a nebraska kansas kind of i've heard of it i'm on the west several times but yeah that's really bizarre yeah it's it's a phenomenon i really want to try it i understand the like you got your savory and spicy mix with your sweet like i get that from like a palate standpoint but that sounds fucking weird (laughs) i mean they have like People eat like chicken and remember, waffles. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You get your sweet with savory, but you don't get that like maybe spicy part, depending on your chili at this point. But do you remember like when we lived in Austin, like the football team would do the feeds or whatever, and they usually did it in the parking lot of where we worked. Yeah, life? yeah, pork and corn feed so, they call yeah. it. Yeah, which they sounds the like they're here. just gonna corral you into a <laughs> building and just pour <laughs> out shit all over the floor. And, like a yeah, just, here you go. <laughs> half the people are stepping on it, but you're reaching down and just scooping it into your mouth. And, yeah, it sounds pretty they attractive. Do the, they do the same thing here, but it's legitimately chili and cinnamon roll feeds. That's what it is. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Have you tried it though? I did, and I don't understand it. You didn't like it? it? Couldn't get behind I, it. Hey, hey, I hang don't on. get it. 
You can't listen to anything that Ryan says about food unless he's right? giving you chicky tendy <laughs> <laughs> advice here. I I agree uh, with that, Justin, a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys try chili and cinnamon rolls. You let me know what you think. I might try that with Kat. I'll ask her about it. Do it. See what you think. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. Have Have ever any of you heard of a tender made? Oh, oh yeah. Dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. We had a tender yeah, made in Justin Austin, had, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they call them made rights here. Made rights. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. It's like the yep. loose meat sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, made rights. Okay. Yeah. See, I most people in like Mankato didn't even know what a made right was. So, dude, a tender made is better than it has any right to be. Like it shouldn't taste as good as it does. I Why? Don't know. I like them. I never, a, think they're that never great. a giant fan. Yeah, they were okay. I think they're good. It's yeah, meat seasoning and that's it you know it's like yeah. ground beef with some seasoning but what? it's almost like would... a sloppy joe without the sloppy part just got joe and right. no, no i would make it sloppy stuff. with ketchup yeah yeah you basically turned it into a sloppy joe ketchup mustard brown sugar a little bit of worcestershire that's what you need for, for like sure. a, you know homemade bullshit version that's the first food item i've heard in a long time that i like actually now don't want oh really yeah, that's that doesn't even sound good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What about what about spam? Do you miss? Do you miss? Have oh. you had spam in a long time? I haven't had spam I, in forever. No, I haven't. I don't mind spam though. I like it. Yeah, it's been a while. I've literally never had spam. I'm with Ryan. I've never had spam in my really? life. Really? It's basically like a sausage. So. Oh, I but know what it is. I just yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's what it tastes. That's what it tastes like too. It's just a sausage patty. But that's kind of much. a. It's kind of more of a mortal sin that I haven't had it because I grew up in Spam Town, USA, where <laughs> they make spam, where the so, entire town smelled like yeah. dead pigs or spam, yeah. depending on the day. I don't, I don't know. Our restaurants and even Culver's had a couple of spam sandwiches that you could only get in Austin. Ugh. Yeah, there was the spam restaurant. Yeah, where well, every dish wow. had a spam in it, I believe. Dude, wow. the grocery store Leif and I worked at, we would build massive displays of just spam cans. Yeah, we <laughs> get we get five six like pallets crazy. of spam. Yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> so guys do anything like artistic? Make like a robot out of spam or something? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. No. I don't think so. But I do. Like, did you work the day where the display collapsed? I mean, I was there for a lot of displays collapsing, yeah. so I don't, I don't remember that one specifically. <laughs> we had, we had no. to shut the entire aisle down. It's actually scary how often displays... And you've got a 14, 15-year-old stacking this giant, massive display, and there's just an old lady walking next to it, you know, and, and this giant water display that weighs 5,000 pounds is about to crush her. At any moment, it could fall. It's crazy how much people just trust everything they've been around their whole lives. Like, this thing is going to kill you because there's some kid that wasn't shown how to build a display and to tie it in properly. It's just going to crush you. Didn't play enough Jenga growing up, basically. Oh, my God. You're rolling the dice going to the grocery store. Oh wow! Lesson to take away from that is uh, be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, watch out for those end caps. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Stare at your phone in your car when you're driving, like normal people, not when yep. you're in the grocery store. <laughs> Kidding. We don't. Enjoy yeah, please don't. We do not endorse texting and driving at all. <laughs> don't no. actually do don't, that. Don't do that, idiots. <laughs> We're gonna lose all of our. Cor- We're gonna lose all of our corporate sponsorships because of you, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. 
this uh, this episode's actually sponsored by Toro, the uh, the the lawnmower makers. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Thank you, Toro, for your sponsorship. <laughs> I appreciate your self-propelled mowers. <laughs> yes. Although there's those new Husqvarna's that uh, they're robots, and those things are sweet. I want one of those. You talk about the yard Roombas? The yard yeah, Roombas. The yard Roombas. Yes, I need one of these in my Dude, life. They, they came out with those when I was working at True Value back in high school when I was like 14, and they they've never been around that long. On. They've really? never caught on, and they I've came got, out with a, them like 10 years later, and now they're like catching on. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> there's a place not far from me. I actually, the first time I ever saw it, I stopped. I got out of my goddamn car <laughs> to stare at this thing fucking cutting the lawn. Yeah. I just watched this thing for five minutes. <laughs> fucking creepy guy on the side of the road just standing next to this lawnmower that's not making really any noise, and it just randomly drives around. Like it yeah. doesn't know what the hell it's doing. Like it's just like a I cut my you... lawn like that. I don't know. I look like an idiot. <laughs> I'm just waiting. <laughs> Life on the side of the road as fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger warped back in time to save Don Connor. <laughs> Life's like this is how it begins. Skynet starts with the husband. And you'll never know that they're even coming to get you because they are silent as fuck, dude. They could be oh, chopping God. up your next door neighbor. You wouldn't hear a, you wouldn't hear a sound. I couldn't hear this thing cutting the lawn, you know. It could be killing my neighbor right now. All of this started with the hot dish question, which corn on the cob. I mean, God. I love your questions, corn on the cob, but you really got attached to that hot dish. You should have, you should have just let that one go. Well, this spiraled Ooh. quickly. Yeah, I didn't remember what we were talking about. So, a hot dish. That's how this started. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Uh, my eyes were watering. <laughs> That's a good laugh. Thanks. All right. Final question. Tim writes in a question specifically for Justin. Tim wants to know. Hi, what Tim. Draws you... Hi, hey, Tim. Tim. Hi, Tim. Tim wants to know what draws you away from single player games. You recommend movies a lot that have good stories. So I'm just curious what makes you dislike story driven games. Not trying to start shit. Just curious. Thanks and keep up the great work, guys. P.S. Sorry, I don't have a D&D character sheet. Just never got into it. Can we pause What's really quick you? before before Justin yep. answers this? I appreciate that this guy, Tim, has come on here and given us a real question. I love it, Tim. Thank you. It's I appreciate first it. Real Tim. question. <laughs> <laughs> no insult to you, corn on the cob. <laughs> uh, uh, Justin, what say you? Do we know what Tim this is? Nope, no idea. I'm assuming it's not the Tim we work with, Justin, because he plays D and D. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or is he trying to throw you off the scent? Well, then you uh, probably wouldn't use Tim. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Here's a different name, then. <laughs> Corn off the cob, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, yeah, thanks for the question, Tim. I Honestly, it's just the fact that I don't usually just sit and play a game alone i guess i'm either gaming with friends or i want to watch something instead of play it plus i'm yeah i don't know mouse and keyboard all day for work and then gaming again if i'm gonna game it it's gonna be with friends or not at all 
Good answer. It wasn't as good as life's corn on the cob question answer, but it was a good answer. <laughs> we'll accept it. No, I thought it was it was a good answer. I was curious too, actually. All right, boys, we're gonna jump into fun facts, and I'm gonna lead off. My fun fact is if you drop your debit card <laughs> into the McDonald's <laughs> Ronald McDonald House thing, they cannot get it out because they don't have a key. That is my fun fact. <laughs> uh that's not a fun fact. That's a sad fact. <laughs> well, it's a fun just fact be, for all of us. Just be careful. Next time you go to McDonald's drive-thru, just be careful. Uh, I'm going to save Adam for last because I like his. So let's jump to life. <laughs> wow. Even when life's not last, he still gets shunned. Right? What is this? I get shit on if I'm last. Shit on if I'm first. You get to go second. You get to go second. Hey, hey. Okay, Leif, I'm going to let you go first because I like everybody else's answers better. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, my God. I will let you know that armadillo shells are bulletproof. There was, was a really? man in Texas one Wait. time. He was, uh, they can't, maybe not 100% bulletproof at times. They might be able to penetrate them. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a man in Texas was uh, hospitalized one time when he shot a bullet at an armadillo and it ricocheted off his shell and, and it hit him in the jaw. Nice. What caliber do you know? I probably a 50. don't know. Probably a 50 cal. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably a 22. It's like I a don't shot. Believe... Oh, it's a 38. There's a 38. Really? Oh. Shot three times at the armadillo, one round ricocheted off its shell and uh, struck his jaw. Wow. I'm impressed that it can hold up to a 38 like that. Yeah, I was surprised as well. That's a Pokemon origin story. <laughs> that is. Harden, it's super effective. Yeah. <laughs> can they uh, be ran over if they're in hardened form? Armadillos or Pokemon? Depends what kind of car you're in, Justin. <laughs> Geometro? Yeah, Panzer tank? Probably fine. Uh, Justin, what's your fun fact? The first recorded hot dish recipe appears in the Grace Lutheran <laughs> Ladies' Aid Cookbook from Mankato, Minnesota. Oh, huh. of course. Wow. Yep. The recipe okay, calls no. for two pounds of hamburger, elbow macaroni, and canned peas. That's it. There you That's go. It. That's it. Just a and then oven. Yeah. Interesting. 1930. Wow. Huh. Originated in Minnesota, of course. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, it's what's duck, duck, goose, duck, duck, gray duck. What? Yep. You know, I forgot to bring that up during the hot dish. It's duck, well, duck, gray duck. Obviously, I never understood that we had duck, duck, uh, goose. You guys had no, duck, 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 gray duck. I don't. Yeah. That's different in Iowa. We yeah, had duck, duck, goose. Yeah. Well, you had it wrong, so keep that in mind. Uh, just so you know, 1953 is when the first tater tot hot dish came out. Wow, hmm. wow, hmm. that's a pretty big gap. I would have thought that would have came over with the pilgrims, but <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> wrong. Americans uh, corn. It's the <laughs> the tots uh, or Ida potatoes. Uh, grinded the potato bits with spices, formed nuggets, and deep fried them. And then housewives across Ooh. the Midwest began to top the hot dishes with these tater tots. Oh, nice. Mm. But back then, it was like deep fried and like pig lard. And like it was yeah, probably of course. super good. <laughs> of course. 
No, 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 like way better than what we've got now. I bet that was super. Oh good. yeah, I bet it was. I bet that was amazing. <laughs> All right, little uh, hot dish history for you, corn on the cob. Nice, oh, solid. Solid. question. Adam, what is your fun fact? So I've been talking to one of my buddies this weekend. He absolutely loves Goldeneye 007. Okay. Justin knows what I'm talking about. He hates the game. He thinks it's super overrated and not great. So I decided to go on some like random fun facts like about uh, 007 Goldeneye because I grew up with that and I still think that's like one of the first amazing first-person shooters. Nine developers were set to make that game eight of which of them had never made a game before which i thought was fascinating that is wow (laughs) they also wanted to try and do you guys remember the n64 controllers they had the like rumble packs that you had to put in the bottom of them yeah yeah they wanted to implement a system where when you had to reload your gun you had to pull that out and put it back in which i thought (laughs) could have been fucking really cool that would like have broke a few controllers. Yeah, I was going to say, you uh, rip your controller to shreds. Yeah, you would, it would not be great. But those are uh, some fun little N64 golden yeah, eye like facts. That. All right, guys, that concludes episode eight of Nerdentity Crisis. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at NerdentityPod. And if you'd like to submit any questions, please email them to NerdentityCrisis at gmail.com. There's only one thing left to do. Leif, send us home. Thank you all for listening. You only have to believe if you wish to achieve. (laughs) That rhymed. Unintentional.